You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro and we are here on Sunday having a little soul silence and sound, definitely a soul vibes kind of day. So if you happen to listen to the last segment, which was two weeks ago, I took the holiday off uh, here in North America, we talked about going beyond and we're going to deepen a little bit about that today and that is to really bring home this idea that you know of cause and effect to another level again if you're interested in really diving deeper into karma it's a process and it's best that i work with you one-on-one because there's intricacies and certain things can be misunderstood in a general conversation so today we're going to deepen our general understanding of cause and effect and that moving beyond. And more than likely, if you're listening to this segment, you've already dabbled your toe in uh, the ethereal spiritual realm, esoteric realm, philosophy on in some form and fashion. So we're going to talk about you are, therefore I am. And this assists with our understanding of karma and also uh, gives one an opportunity to realize that we are all things and all potential exists around us at all times. And so when we're in a place of judgment without what is, and we'll talk about that a little bit, that can get things convoluted and create karma. And the deeper you have a spiritual practice, you can see what is. And when what is spoken, it's not always palatable to hear sometimes if it's someone speaking to you what is or you're speaking to them what is. It can, you know, humble one. It can be a a wow, aha. I didn't realize that 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 perception was out there. And in cause and effect, what happens is we're, we're basically spiraling, you know, in this, I call it the gerbil wheel, we're spiraling and we keep repeating patterns until we start to realize we don't want to participate in that pattern anymore. And then we're like, ah, I want to get out of this wheel and you might successfully get out of it. Then you get sucked back in almost like the revolving door might be a better analogy, but the gerbil wheel, you kind of feel like you can't get out when you're in some of those spin cycles. And so what happens is that it can take people lifetimes to learn certain lessons. So imagine we have 360 degrees all the way around in a circle. And there's all these slight facets as we go all the way around. And when we step out of being one of the people in the play in the circle, We can start to see what is and we can start to realize what is from all different directions. Now, 
all the characters on the set may not have the same level of awareness and this is typically what also can happen if you don't have two people that are driven to continue to evolve and reach higher states of being higher states of mastery then they're pretty much uh, going through life somewhat blind meaning that they're maybe they're somewhat present they're doing a great job they love their family but they're not looking beyond because we're bridging worlds from the unseen to the seen world and there's the, all this information that's exchanged with us constantly similar to your wi-fi and when we're ready we can start to look at things from all directions yet that ego is there and it's wants to engage and get offended and upset and uh rather than be in that place it's nice to be able to try to step back when we realize and then really sit in that reflective repose to see what is typically this is more difficult when we're going through arduous situations and those are the times from a buddhist perspective that are really and even a yogic perspective that it's a really important time to sit and be in it in that reflective repose as to what's the true nature of this debt that I'm paying back. And so, you know, some of the atrocities on this planet, I'll get this question a lot, like why, why, you know, especially when they're really painful stories. And if the person is not aware or ready to understand cause and effect, there's a lot of grasping and it's painful and one can get stuck in a loop of trauma, uh, regret, sadness, all these different things. And if one's ready to look at it beyond the, the story and the, the trauma and the drama and all that doesn't mean that you're not experiencing real pain, but there's a way to go through it and transcend that experience much more rapidly and this is a practice that takes time to realize it. And the most powerful thing in reflection that I've had lately uh, is that if one by one we start to transcend moments rapidly, we will start to vaporize ancestral trauma and we'll free up our children and their children so they uh, can have a lot more freedom. Because when we're engaging in life and these actions as the lunar cycles will show you we're spinning out so it's a spiral it's not a perfect circle so it's not a perfect 360 degrees uh in the way that they show <laughs> in even astrology you know there's 13 lunations approximately in a solar cycle and you know the sun and the moon that helps show us what time is if they didn't exist in those forms some might dispute that, uh, then we would just be working with infinite, infinity. And that might help us actually be more in the present moment than holding on to these like uh, certain dates because then we begin completely in rhythm with nature. Maybe we wouldn't even be able to say, oh, you were born when Orion was overhead at, uh, it, was, it was winter, it was cold, you know, we knew by nature. And it was the first lunation, if the moon was there to tell us, the first lunation of winter, when the winter came. And so th these 
seasons and these moments continue to shift and we spiral out. So oftentimes, like if we're in a situation and we feel like we're the victim and someone's wronging us, uh, we'll make it light. Uh, basically, if we're ready, whoever's ready, say the person that thinks they're a victim, they're ready not to be the victim anymore. They can transcend that in that moment. They don't have to go and be the predator or the enabler. They can transcend and be done with it all. And that's why in Buddhist teachings, they'll say you can reach liberation in one lifetime if you're willing to transcend everything. So if something horrific happens, if you're ready to transcend it all and understand it all, you have to be willing to see it all and sometimes when we see it all it's humbling because we're like whoa I was really asleep when I made all those other decisions I didn't realize that I would create this karmic debt over here I didn't realize that karmic debt wouldn't be ready to be paid back for several lifetimes you know um, and so when we start to have this awareness then we can have much more compassion for one another we can have compassion uh, for the atrocities on the planet not not saying they're okay, but have compassion for them. And then each person that's being impacted by those atrocities has the ability to transcend. And as I mentioned in previous broadcasts, it is okay in those moments to say no. It's okay to say enough. All those are very powerful stances. It's not, we're not pretending that things don't exist, but we're, we're acknowledging and we're opening ourselves to truly see it beyond just the moment and our part in how we all, all got there. How, how do we get on the stage together? And when you start to go through that process, what it does is it opens up. So in the beginning, you may be a little bit slower at it, but the faster it starts to happen, that's when you can transcend those moments immediately. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, everything's there. And that's what happens I'll be doing a series on death in the near future. And if you're interested, email me. It'll be a private series. Uh, it's s at suzantoro.com. But when you cross over at death, all things are visible. And so that's why there's a lot of compassion. When I've worked on uh, murder cases, the soul is in this place that I can't even explain it always touches me that and it's very consistent they're they're just so much compassion because they see what is and the domino effect that led them to that point and when we start to realize that that we all are capable of the best the highest and the worst then judgment can kind of fade away. It's easy to go there. It's a practice. It's easy to start to tell the sob story. It's easy to start telling the, I don't know, success story, all the things in between. But when we come from it from a place like, yeah, this was my role right now, but I, I may not always be in this role and I might be in a different one. So I'm not better. Let's say the person is a, I don't know, a leader or entertainer or something like that and you know that is their karma to be in that spot but at the same time if they transcend what it means to be in that position they can greater serve that role in this moment and understand all the pieces that might be coming in their future or how their past led them to here there and what truly is available to them to learn in these moments so that statement as I went in and was speaking of, uh, you are, therefore I am. Years ago, I met this great man, Satish Kumar, and 
he that's a whole like that could be a whole segment but he wrote a book i am therefore you are i think is his title in the book but or maybe it is you are therefore i am either way we'll play with them both ways but basically what that's saying is that i am an aspect of you and you're an aspect of me and that's that um sometimes in the interpretation of namaste i see the light in you or truly it'd be the light in me honors the light in you so you recognize there's something there uh so when we realize that all things are possible this means that really someone could go get sucked into darkness and become the villain someone could really atone everything that has led them to that point and then rise up and serve in the most uh, miraculous way so this possibility exists it's all the potential energy is everywhere yet it's for each individual to evolve and discover that and as one discovers it and as you continue to deepen your understanding of your actions in relationship to yourself and the infinite around you uh, it's gonna keep revealing itself and it doesn't as far as I can see, it doesn't completely end. So sometimes talking about these things is a little tricky because uh, you will still get different awarenesses. You know, we're on a, just on the tip of a wave right now or the edge of the crest of the wave right now. We're, we're just about to get all new kinds of bodies of information. So a lot of things that people have shared and talked about, a lot of those can totally be flipped on their head. And we as a society will have to to like readjust and re-relate and we'll be able to find where certain things uh, were more reflective of maybe what is and other things are completely just a fabrication of imagination and we're there to with the intent to manipulate and deceive uh, a whole society and so the reason i felt it's important to share this right now is that uh in the other segments when I talked about, you know, it's okay to say no, it's really to understand that our society is uh, degraded in a way that it's kind of like being in the Star Wars bar. You don't really know who's in all the human suits <laughs> and you might be surprised if you looked a little closer. And so for some people, you might be able to call out what is depending on the ability for you to see from here to the unseen and back. And for others, they might just be looking through the, the illusion that's been created for everyone. So people are playing their parts similar to watching actors do a play or a movie. It's all an illusion. None of it's real. And so right now we're at this point that we are going to start really beginning to decipher what is in a new way within ourselves is the place to start. And then we can start to see in the outer world. And that is going to be a really fascinating process. And I'm looking forward to it on so many different levels. It might be shocking and humbling to many I'm sure to myself included, uh, but humility is this beautiful, beautiful teacher and helps us accept what is humility is like offers it. Just bow down, love, just bow down, bow down, soften the gaze and it's okay. 
You can receive this information. You can receive this aspect of yourself. You can honor that that was you and that is me and just bow down to it. And then what happens is all the stuff peels away and we can come up into greater integrity with one another. And imagine, you know, you're, you're in a room that's been uh, illusionary that all of a sudden veils start to drop and you see things differently. And then when you walk in that same room, you have to potentially, if you want to relate to it differently. And this is the exciting part is this is how we start to transcend certain things. And when we do that, we're actually bringing that light, that energy to our own darkness and to others. And then not as much of it can exist. Being that our universe as we know it today, this may change, is on polarities. We know there's this positive and negative charge. We'll keep it as simple as possible. We know the trees are creating photosynthesis and oxygen, unless we truly are in the Truman Show and they have a air feeder coming in. But we know this by just observing the nature, the ecosystem we have to work with. We could end up in another world and it operates completely different. So the things we know we can work with and then the things we can't really tangibly uh, verify, you know, we can do a lot of long math problems, but we can't really verify. And I always tell people, you know how long it takes to count to a million, a billion, a trillion, a really long time. (laughs) So when we get further and further away from our microcosm, the reliability of that information is less and less going to, until, you know, we can come into closer proximity to it. Now, if you're ready to start really examining the gerbil wheels or the revolving doors that you're moving in and out of on a daily basis, what you can do is you can start to really examine it. And some of you might already be accustomed to doing this, but examine it from your perspective, examine it from someone else's perspective and move around it on all sides. And so when you know, the, the little part of ourself that wants something and we think it's not fair or we'd feel like we deserve something and why doesn't anyone respect me or I should have had that promotion, whatever it is. Stop for a second and look around in all directions. And then you'll start to see things a little differently. And you might see things on a deeper level. And sometimes, you know, we'll see where actually those moments is where the universe is saving us. Like if we thought we were going to have something, but the universe saved us from some trouble. But at the time it feels like something was taken from us. So that's one part. You can start looking at the things in your life that are repetitive, that uh, seem to be a historic pattern for yourself. And then you have to decide, okay, how do I switch up the music? How can I change the music? And who's going to change their dance dance step with me? And sometimes no one will. (laughs) And you wander on your way, get your backpack and go down the road and see if someone else is willing to. Uh, But I want you to start there. Start by just noticing your habits, your patterns. The only thing you can be in charge of is you. And then 
the second part is if you start to notice that you play the blame game, I want you to try to shift that into recognizing what is in the moment. Does that person not have the capacity to love you the way you're ready to be loved? Is that job really the perfect job for you? Is that conflict that you've been having with your sibling for 50 years or 20 years or 10 years or five years, is it really about that argument? These are things that you can start to ask yourself and then you can get really honest with yourself. What led me to here? And that's a very uh, rhetorical question because you're not going to get a direct answer necessarily, but it starts to open up the process where you're willing to see like, oh, I'm evolving. I want to evolve. I'm spiraling out and I'm going to intersect with these people, places and things to help me with that process. And sometimes those characters on that set have to stay there because they're not ready to evolve and you continue to spiral. And sometimes the characters on the set are ready to evolve and they evolve with you. But there's always an understudy. There's always an understudy to take your part. If you're ready to evolve or not, there's always gonna be that person that's just like you. <laughs> and that's where that phrase comes. I am, therefore you are. You are, therefore I am keep saying it backwards you are therefore I am so we have this exchange with one another and then to build upon you know we start to look and examine our patterns we decide how we're going to change our dance 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 step and move out and then we start to maybe feel into what could have led us to here so we can liberate the true nature of the pattern because all that surface stuff that creates conflict or success or all those things. Those are just the surface level things, but there's deeper roots things. So, you know, we tend to always look at the problems, but if we look at the success, even where is one going to go beyond there? Where is the next level of mastery? Or is it to sustain that level of mastery? Not to like, you know, fall and start, fall and start. Sometimes that happens with like really good athletes. They achieve things and then they have a downtime and then uptime, but how to sustain it maybe. So when we start to have that awareness, then things really shift. And then we have this opportunity to meet every moment with this altruistic, that beyond where it's not about engaging in the suffering. It's about showing up and serving the dish of suffering that might be placed in front of you or the opportunity to master something that's been placed in front of you, which will probably be rolled up with some suffering and joy and happiness, happiness and all sorts of things. It'll be a, a beautiful bowl of fruit that has uh, sweet and sour elements to it. And then when we move beyond and we're willing to look all around that 360 degrees conference, then we start to realize that at any given time, we could spiral out and land in one of those parts. We could be cast in one of those roles. And that is because we're a part of the system. But at that same point, say you get into a role that might scare you, 
and you don't want to be there, you can transcend that moment and end it for everyone, meaning you don't have to take that action. So if you transcended or evolved into your next role and it was to do something really horrific to humanity or anyone, you don't have to. You transcend it in that moment. You realize the true nature of that, that you have experienced at least part of that 360 degree experience and you can stop it right then and there. You don't have to do it. It's kind of like one of those cliffhangers, those action sh movies that you see. No one has to take the worst action. You can take the best action. That's the power of choice. That's the power of the free will. And so what happens when we start to transcend moments, this is the greatest way we can serve society right now. Transcend those moments, take the action that's not necessarily about you getting what you want, but serves the whole for the betterment of society. Then it'll evolve a lot more rapidly. And even if people are sleepy on the sidelines or on the stage, uh, They'll get a big wake up jolt because what happens is all this energy starts to shift, clear, change, and uh, the world becomes more balanced. You know, it's not to say that certain things aren't going to exist anymore, but it's more balanced. The pendulum isn't so extreme right now. The pendulum in humanity is quite extreme. It comes in and then we're more in that Tao, we're more in the Zen, the, the neutrality, and then we engage and our actions can be much more fluid as we move through life, serving one another. And we recognize when we start to have the pendulum swing too far right or left because the community is, is well and it says, hey, hey, brother, hey, hey, sister, you're going too far. You're, you're getting dark. Come back, come back. Hey, let's all surround our brothers and sisters. Let's get them back to well-being. Right now, we're so far, the pendulum's going like a dragon ride that we've forgotten that we we need to, you know, bring bring our brothers and sisters back to the center with us. So today as we go into this meditation, what I'd like to encourage you to do is just let everything I said just wash away. And then you can uh, pause it if you need to and want to write down a few notes. Um, I pass down teachings orally. And so what I find is because more than likely I will say something like this again, is that when you meet it again, it'll f be deeper. But you can take down the notes of the actions I requested you to potentially uh, practice, meaning where are you ready to get off the gerbil wheel? Where are you ready to see all things from all sides? Uh, can you practice that? And are you willing to transcend a moment? And I have a beautiful story because like I said, it's oftentimes more we tend to focus on, you know, our fumbles versus our successes. And I have a beautiful friend. His name is Nipun Mehta. I'm going to give him a shout out. And his wife, Guri Mehta, uh, they have a organization called Service Space. And he's, you know, a go-getter. They both are, but he's really a go-getter. And he was offered something, and I don't want to disclose who or what the amount, but a significant amount from an organization, but it didn't meet his values. His, it's service space. It's a, a place to do good deeds, share kind stories, be in, you know, radical action and service to humanity. 
And someone came along and said, this is so great. We want to make it bigger. We're going to give you this large sum of money. And he did everything, started it all from gift economy. And they sat with that and they said no. And so he transcended that temptation in that moment. It, it could have been easy for any of us to just take that offering, put it over there. But he knew from his inner core of being, his inner code of ethics, that that was not in alignment with the core principles of their organization. So when you start to examine these things, that's why that humility helps because it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> got to put that down, got to put that down. Uh, and it's a process. So with that being said, let's let it all wash away and remember that ahambarasmi, I am the universe, you are the universe, ahambarasmi. You are, therefore I am. And what I'd like to do in this moment is we're going to lead in with some breath and I would like to dedicate this sit for the benefit of all beings. May all beings everywhere remember the true causes of happiness. Be well and provided for. Take a deep breath in. And exhale out. Another one. Inhale. And exhale. Lifting up through the spine, dropping those shoulders down. Relax, conscious and awake. Take another deep breath in and out, welcoming your gaze to go deeper inward, welcoming yourself to focus on your breath, and then gently welcome you to Move into Shavasana, corpse pose, lying down when the sound part of this experience comes on. Taking another deep breath in and out. Again, inhale and exhale.
gently taking a breath into the physical body and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there. Welcome you to come up into a seated position if you're not upright already. And then gently bringing your hands together in a prayer position in front of your heart. Taking another deep breath in. And out. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, welcoming you to express silent gratitude for all aspects of yourself. Gently breathing in. Extend that gratitude for yourself with the exhale. And then if inspired, uh, extending some love, compassion, and gratitude out beyond here. Deep breath in and out. And as you continue to breathe in and out, just welcome you to bring a soft gaze. your surroundings and then just take a few moments just to be and if you're willing in this moment or the next take some time to examine self welcome self to start transcending within self and the world around you. Until next time, this is Suzanne, aka She.
Signing out with a full heart, a bright smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Chalam